socks all fit? Yeah, I need, they need to be pushed out because I don't like them pushed down. Okay. Get, yeah. your, get your socks ready. I need your socks, socks to be ready before we start. My socks are ready. This is totally going to be put on Leave the it show. in the podcast. Yes. That's fine. <laughs> okay. Let's just start like we would. Ready? One, two, three. I have to say what I feel. Miami has so much appeal. A great place to get a seafood meal. Welcome to Out on the Lanai, the only Golden Girls podcast you will ever need to listen to. I'm H. Allen Scott. And I'm Carrie Doherty. And this is the podcast where we have a friend over to watch an episode of the Golden Girls and talk about it. Yes, and Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year. the first podcast of 2015. First of many. The first of many. So many things are going to happen this year. It's going to be a good year. It's going to be our year. It's going to be our year. People are like, stop. Uh, so we just watched season one, episode 14, That Was No Lady, which aired December 21st, 1985. So I guess this was their Christmas episode. Yeah. Which, and it was not a dynamic ahead of its time episode about transgendered individuals. No, it was um, not. Even but, though the title, what is that title has nothing that to do was with no this lady. episode. That was No Lady. It re- that was no lady. Maybe it's a reference to something that we're not. Yeah, old maybe it's an understand. old movie where yeah. that has like a parallel well, story. We'll explain line. why. You'll yeah. hear why. Um, but yeah, it, it was actually. It, it, I was interested to hear that you mentioned uh, in the. Um, the, the special episode where you went to San Francisco that the Golden Girls only ha- actually had two Christmas episodes. Yeah, yeah. In the entire series. Shocking. I didn't realize that. I like to think that Estelle Getty, as a good Jew, protested and said, no, we're going to stick to the comedy. But then they didn't have any, like, they did, like the girls didn't go to, like, a bar mitzvah or anything. They didn't... Well, that would be polarizing. You think so? Yeah. Okay. Sending numbers down. Should, should we introduce our guest? We should introduce our guest, yes. <laughs> um, we have a very good friend of mine. He's a very, very, very funny writer. I can say writer, yes. Yeah, writer on yeah. the show, yeah. Um, uh, uh, Vampire Diaries. All the girls are going to go crazy. What? Um, welcome, Matthew. I'm going to screw up your last name, so I'm just going to let you say it. <laughs> D'Ambrosio? D'Ambrosio. D'Ambrosio. Yes. It's Italian, yeah? Yes, it's oh, very Italian. Oh, that's great. So, Grammazio, my mom's side. Yes. I, my, Scott. That's so Italian. Uh, I can barely pronounce that. Super Italian. Scott. Okay. Uh, Well, welcome. Thank Thank you you so much for doing the podcast. So we always like to ask our guests first, um, what's your history with the Golden Girls? Uh, I've seen a fair number of episodes. Mm -hmm. I have seen the original facade of the Golden Girls house in Florida, so... Did you see it at MGM? I did. I did too. Because the original house is here, actually. It's oh, in Burbank. Is it? okay. Yeah, the house that it was pictured after. And then they built that house mm-hmm. in, in Florida and all the studios and stuff. Yes, well, as a closeted cool. teenage boy, I was very excited to see it. Oh, I, I had that exact same moment. Yeah. You they were tore closeted it down. Boy as well? I was a closeted boy. No, I saw it my. I, we went to Disney World, my senior class went, <laughs> and we were on the MGM tour. Yeah. And they pulled up and they're like, this is the Golden Girls house. And I was the only, like, 17-year-old yeah. who, like, shit on the ride. Right. And I was, like, snapping <laughs> with my little disposable you camera. You were on a senior class trip? Yeah, to Disney World. People did that? We like, didn't have one for a my, senior class? my class. Yeah. That's so weird. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was really excited to go. It was, <laughs> really? like, the second time I'd ever been on a plane. I was, I was always like, I don't want to spend time with any of you. Mm-hmm. 
I thought I was gonna go and like hook up with one of the high, the boys in my high school, like one of the boys oh, in my class. Instead, you geeked out over the golden. Instead, I yeah. Instead, I was just like, guys, guys, you see that? Did you watch Sophia and Dorothy Blanchett Rose live? And like, yeah, that must have been it. I bet there was like. So Carrie wore one of those um, retainers that you wear around your uh, face. Yes, I had some headgear. No, I never had headgear. But that's always my my default like. You know, that's like my default nerd voice. Wow. But uh that's a good point. But yeah, I bet there was like one guy that was like, Maybe I'll hook up with her yeah. and then I and then he saw me freak out over the Golden Girls house. Yeah. I was like, I immediately take that back. Wow. That's lonely. You, you were too cultured. <laughs> too cultured for him. Yeah. Oh yeah. I don't I, I don't I don't need that guy. Fuck him. What's he doing now? I don't know. He's, uh, okay. Anyway, thank you so much for doing yes, the absolutely. podcast. We're really excited to have you here. And this episode was um I mean, I, in my opinion, it's not one of my favorite episodes. I, I find it to be a little slow-moving, and um, but it is deep. I mean, it's a very deep episode. It, it deals with issues. Yeah. There, I mean, there's specifically, and you know, we'll get to it. There's one thing that I really, really liked about it. Um, but it, uh, so it starts off out in the lanai, which is always nice when our episodes Love. start that way, because it's, you know, it's the name of the podcast. Um, branding. Branding. <laughs> um, so Rose and Sophia are uh, playing a trivia game. Blanche comes out. Blanche wants to buy a new car, mm-hmm. uh, but in order to buy a new car, she has to sell her old one yeah. uh, to, in order to finance it. Um, and, uh, and, and, you know, Sophia's like, oh, Rose, you need a car. And then Blanche is like, oh, you know, my, she says, my great granddaddy said, there are two things you should never sell to a friend, uh, a car and a slave. Really good wow. advice. <laughs> like surprisingly right? on though, like yeah. it's really that's a good that's not the worst advice. At least it was one of those. The, I remember the first time I heard that think joke. About it, slaves were kind of cars. Of the, I'm not going to go. Oh down that wow! Road. Whoa. <laughs> no, if, you about, if you think about it, like oh. cars is one of the biggest purchases you make outside of your home, and and if mm-hmm. you are living in 1800s, 1700s America, a slave is going to be one of the most expensive purchases you have outside of your home. What a way to save that. Yeah. I know there's no saving there. That's what I was going for. I'm just talking about historical accuracies, people. Thank um, you. But uh, Blanche sort of saved the joke. Because they say the joke and they're like, what? And then she goes, but they, they hanged my granddaddy. So you're like, oh, well, okay. <laughs> at least at least he got what was coming to him. Yeah. Um, he deserved it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and so, and so she, so she's like, oh, I couldn't sell it to a friend. And, and so they decide that Rose is going to test drive this car for two weeks and see if she likes it. Um, Blanche also mentions, uh, cause Rose sort of jokes that it's a car that says available and she's looking for a car that says practical. And then Blanche is like, well, just take, take my personalized plates off of it. <laughs> what do you think Blanche's personalized plates read? Um, very good question. uh, maybe like. AVL now. Okay. Do you think she has like a license plate holder or something too that maybe is like kind of suggestive? Like a bedazzled one? Oh, that's totally what she has. Yeah. Yeah. I just pictured it like easy, but it's spelled like E E Z E E or something. Mm-hmm. Like wow. that's what her plate says. Wow. I don't know. Like easy sixty nine or yeah. something. Yeah. Yeah. If you guys have suggestions, you should tweet it up <laughs> on the on our website. Yeah. Yeah. I would love that actually. <laughs> Send in the plates. <laughs> Send in the plates. Um, so then Dorothy comes out and I, I so I just finished the second season of the comeback, which mm-hmm. holy! If Lisa Cooter doesn't win all the Emmys, different podcast, different podcast. <laughs> but Dorothy comes out and goes, "Hello, hello, hello!" And I was yeah. like, "Oh, she's so Valerie Cherish." So yeah. I just thought that was or kind is of Valerie cute. Cherish Dorothy? Of course, Valerie right. Cherish is yes. Dorothy. Right. Let's get uh, that duh. Um, but I just thought it was funny. Hello, hello, hello. 
Uh, Dorothy comes out. She's in wonderful spirits um, because she has a date with Glenn O'Brien. Played by, let me geek out here for a second, played by a Alex Rocco, who is was a very popular character actor in the 70s and 80s. He won an Emmy for a John Cryer sort of show that lasted only a season called um, The Famous Teddy Z. Uh, and it was a bad show, but it was like post, like, bre- not Breakfast Club, post, like, uh, what the Rat Pack movies. Mm-hmm. All, not Rat Pack. Rat, Rat Pack? Rat Pack. Rat Pack, yes. Um, Sammy Davis Jr. But, is so good in all those John Hughes <laughs> movies. Well, speaking of, Alex Rocco was in The Godfather, played a hugely pivotal part. He was like the mob boss, the Jewish mob boss who owned Las Vegas and like basically controlled Vegas. And Corleone wanted, like, Don Corleone, the like master of, you know, the family, wanted Vegas as his own. He also wanted to take out his enemies. And so, like, at the end of the film, um, if you haven't seen The Godfather, it came out in 1972, <laughs> so sorry. Um, Spoiler. I'm going to this for you. But a lot of other people died, too. But uh, Alex Rocco's character is amazing. What was his name? What was the character? Mo Green. And uh, and he's lying on a massage table, and, like, he's just, like, getting a massage. And he was a total douche in the film. And then a dude comes in and just shoots him in the middle of the face. Ah! And it, like, is it's a been very, a while since I've seen and The Godfather. It's an important death because it also influences parts of Godfather Part Two. I'll create a whole other podcast to talk about the Godfather. Wow. No, yes. that's great. Yeah. I, I never knew that about this actor. I was just I'm like, oh, he's, he's Glenn O'Brien. The Godfather. It's a great... Uh, he's got eyebrows. Yeah. Oh, he does yeah. he have some eyebrows. Eyebrows mm-hmm. for days. Um, so Glenn O'Brien is a gym teacher uh, at the school where Dorothy has been subbing. Uh, she's fallen for him very fast. I Were your gym teachers in school ever attractive? No. Yes. Really? Yeah. Yes, I had a gym teacher who he did a thing like he lost some dare where he had to wear like certain pants for a year, and he was this black man who like was so built, and he had this butt that was like so round and perfect, and <laughs> his package would sometimes like be visible from the mesh pants that he would wear, oh my and God. I, oh God. That's all I got. Wow. wow. I mean... My, nope, not yeah. me. I mean, uh, for some reason, I'm just picture, picturing, like, David Bowie in Labyrinth as your gym teacher. I think it was, like, the tight pants that... I don't know. Well, that's weird. Um, nope. Said black you man. said black man. <laughs> yeah. And you described, it, you described a gym teacher and not, like, a very... You know, not, like, a, 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 a rock star. Um, yeah, my gym teachers were always, like, women who wore long shorts and windbreakers mm-hmm. and, like, high white socks and, like, really, really big white sneakers yeah. that you're just like, how are shoes that wide? Those I are always my gym teachers. teacher in grade school who, like, she was bow-legged and she was, like, 83 and she would walk around, like, throwing ball, like, those bouncy balls at kids. That, yeah. See, that sounds more like yeah. a gym teacher yeah. to me. Um, oh, she also <laughs> gave me a bummer. <laughs> um, so Dorothy has fallen in love with Glenn super fast within a matter of weeks. <laughs> and then Rose tells this adorable story about when she fell in love with her Charlie. Um, they were seven and eight years old. Uh, d- yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, of course. That's adorable. Yeah. Um, and Charlie had a stand. And they're like, oh, lemonade stand. And, and Rose is like, no, we sold insurance. <laughs> <laughs> and she had a wagging that got ruined by a pig. And, and, and Charlie got her a new one even though her policy didn't cover acts of swine and just like one of those things where like you know rose goes to tell the story all the women like sigh and just recline back in their chairs just like ah i keep meaning as we continue this podcast and as people you know get excited about it i keep meaning to like go back and watch the early episodes and then just write down do a wiki of like 
all of Rose's stories. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, would love I really to see that. want to in do her that. family tree. Yeah, and oh, everybody yeah. in Sanola. That's too epic. That's way too epic. I, but we could try. You could have. I mean, imagine like making that family tree and having those stories, and then just having like a mural yeah. of it, just painted Let's on your try. wall. We'll, we'll make that a goal. I mean, has someone not done that before? Though? Well, I'll check. I don't yeah. think so. I mean, I if doubt. not, you're the man. Oh, that's, so that's so much. That's so so much. Um, so then, so then we're at a hotel, um, where, where Dorothy and Glenn are. And to me, this is like two red flags. A, they're at a hotel. Yes. Mm-hmm. They're not at his place. You know, they're not at her place, which fine. She lives with a lot of people. Um, they're saying, I love you. It's been three weeks. I mean, to me, these are red flags. But this they're is, older. Time's a ticking. <sighs> Gotta pack that U-Haul. Yeah. I guess so. Yeah. Um, so they've Love just... past 50 <laughs> is like being a lesbian. Get that mm-hmm. U-Haul move in quick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. I love um, not being old. <laughs> Wait 20 years. <laughs> Don't you guys just love youth? It's so great. It's so amazing. Yeah. Um, so they're at this hotel. It's the daytime. This is the one thing I love about the episode, which I find so... It is one thing that I think is really comforting when you find it with someone where Dorothy says it's amazing I just made love in the daylight like you can't hide anything you know I wasn't thinking how do I look how do I sound is my breath bad what's jiggling yeah. I'm like that's really great because yeah. I mean because these are things that I always think about oh I think about it like whenever I'm I, I'm just gonna get real I had sex with someone recently and I remember looking down and thinking like oh bad position because yeah. like I had that weird second stomach you yeah. know what I mean that weird butt that comes into Me your too. stomach yeah. that you're like oh fuck <laughs> oh god and it's like how do you so then you try to like move your stomach like you push your stomach out so it fills up the butt as you're leaning down <laughs> but then it just makes you look like bloated like you're trying to like you're the way yeah. you're positioning your body right now yeah. like you look a little bit like a t-rex yeah. like you're doing yes. the like your shoulders are back but that's, you're that's me that's me having sex on top that's, yeah that's sex it's, yeah. yeah that's sex this is what sex looks like with me but like for someone <laughs> this is I, w- I wish this was a visual yeah. uh, podcast uh, I wish we had video um, but but that's something that you know, it's it's so, but it's, that made me so happy. I was like, yes, yeah. Dorothy found that she wasn't worried about stuff like that. And I feel like, especially women at that age, you know, yeah. maybe maybe are more concerned about stuff like that. And um, so I just I thought that was really yeah. Sweet. The what's jiggling line really got me. Yeah, yeah, it's relatable. Mm-hmm. Everyone jiggles. Yeah. Everybody, everybody jiggles. Every, yeah, everybody jiggles. Yeah. Well, REM should have written everybody <laughs> jiggles instead of everybody hurts. I think <laughs> it would have everybody jiggles. It would have been way more relatable. More people yeah. jiggle than hurt. But you couldn't do that outside. You have to get Jenny Craig Clinton, and you have to pay them royalties. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like a whole yeah. Thing. Um, so they have this wonderful moment, which is then uh, broken when Glenn's like, uh, I have to tell you something. Uh, I'm married. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, no. Glenn's married. And Dorothy's like, you lied to me. And he was like, no, I didn't. I'm telling you now. And that, I was like, what? Yeah. yeah. You waited till after the sex? Yeah. yeah. So but that I mean, really pissed me off. What do you mean, no, I didn't lie to you? I'm telling you now. I mean. Isn't that when uh, you wait to tell sex, tell people everything? Mm-hmm. Like, in the, like, anything you don't want to be known that isn't, like, deathly, you tell them after you've had sex. Like, really? Like, yeah. Like, I won't tell someone I've had cancer until after I've had sex with them. Or, like, oh, yeah, so I, uh, you know, uh, whatever, I can't think of anything that I would say, because <laughs> I don't have anything bad in my life, because I'm honest, but, um, Interesting. Yeah, mm-hmm. I would, I would wait to tell, because they obviously, like, just did, now, married, being married but is a different But they're thing. saying I yes. love you. Yeah. Yeah. This isn't like they're out to dinner for the first time, or, it's like, he's a skeevy guy. And how many times, with I love you. Yeah. How many times have been, they've been hanging out? 
Like, I mean, it sounds like it's been really intense over three weeks. Yeah, and so over those three love. weeks, he's never mentioned he's married. Well, so, that's that's shady. Yes, yeah, that is that's shady. a lie. Yeah. yeah. So I would do it after having sex, like the first time. Uh, yes. Yeah. yeah. First time. No. Yeah. Let's yeah. let's yeah. let's agree to disagree. I'm gonna the cheese <laughs> the cheese is gonna stand alone on this one. That's fine. <laughs> um. So, but Dorothy's basically like, uh, uh fuck you, and she leaves, yeah. and I'm like, yay, Dorothy. Um, so now we're back to our little mini B story. Um, so Rose is basically like, uh, Blanche, your car's making funny noises. You know, maybe you should take her to a mechanic. And Blanche talks her out of it. And she was like, no, those guys will only make money if they tell you there's something wrong with it. So they're going to look for something wrong with it. Which, of course, is, so, so that's such a, that's really, really bad advice. Um, so then, um... So then, uh, so then the phone rings, and, and you know Glenn has been trying to get a hold of Dorothy ever since she stormed out on him. Uh, the phone rings. Rose answers the phone, and she's like, "Dorothy's not coming home, and she was she's not here. And she'll never be coming home again." Thinking it's Glenn. Yeah. But then it turns out to be Mr. Yamamoto from Which, the school district. How do you confuse like obviously Italian, possibly Jewish Glenn with probably yeah. Chinese slash Japanese? Mr. Yamamoto. And I'm guessing if somebody just said, is Dorothy there? And then she just Mm -hmm. like went off on that thing. But then Rose... I'm I'm seeing him with an accent. You know, like, 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 you know, hello. Well, now you're you're just jumping on board. See, when Rose is racist, she's so naive that it's almost not as offensive as what you just did. Yes, I know. So Rose goes... Playing on cultural stereotypes. Rose tells him he's probably really good at math, and also, I'm so happy you have your own Disneyland, yeah. <laughs> before yeah. getting off the phone. Um, so, uh, so then Dorothy comes out, and, um, and this is where we, we, we have one of our favorite jokes, a particular type of joke that they always yeah. do in the Golden Girls. Rose, uh, Dorothy comes out, Rose says, are you depressed about Glenn? And Dorothy says, no, Rose, I'm depressed because Phyllis George left the news. <laughs> Which, of course, gets a huge laugh. We're all like, who's Phyllis George? Um, I have her Wikipedia page pulled up. She was on CBS. Yeah. She was a uh, uh, she was Which, an anchor on CBS Morning News, on CBS Sports. They reference CBS shows Oh, she looks good. She's 65. She oh, looks good, you guys. News anchors age well. Yeah. Good oh, her. she was also a, Linda Ellerby. a former Miss Texas and Miss America. Don't you talk about Linda Ellerby. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you dare! She's been delivering news to children for many I years. If Phyllis George was the inspiration for um, Corky on Murphy Brown because she also oh, was a Miss Forever and maybe. then became a CBS anchor like maybe. Corky on FYI, another show I love. Yeah, I know FYI. Um, so where was I? Okay, so um, so Blanche tells Dorothy you should keep seeing Glenn. Rose is like, no, you shouldn't. That's what broke up, you know, Debbie Reynolds and Eddie Fisher. Love that um, Who oh, makes so an great. appearance on the show many seasons later. Many seasons as later, she does. a replacement roommate for yes, Rose, she does. I believe. As a replacement for Dorothy, when Dorothy. Dorothy is going to get remarried to Stan, yeah. I think, is that... Mm-hmm. I actually do remember that. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> is it Dorothy? I don't remember Dorothy ever moving out. It was only Sophia and It was going to replace Dorothy, yeah, okay. when she was going to remarry Stan. Wow. I'm almost positive. Okay. I'm almost positive. Wow. Um, Wait three years till we get to that. Yeah, when we get there in three years. (laughs) Um, So Dorothy tells Glenn she won't keep seeing him uh, because he calls. But then once everybody else leaves the room, she calls him back. And she was like, we need to talk. A.K.A. Happy Intimate. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just so yeah, so she she's she's flip flopping. Um, so uh, so then it's late at night. Dorothy comes home mm-hmm. wearing one of her most famous outfits, which Beautiful. is the green satin drapey mm-hmm. item with the purple and the, the yellow gold. Yeah. Silk it looks shirt. like a Mardi Gras yes. outfit. It does totally. Yeah. She wears it in another episode. We'll find out which one. I can't place it, but I've seen it before. They recycle clothes quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, except for Blanche. Blanche doesn't really. Yeah, but when she walks like that, I mean, she's just like. She's just I've like, said it before oh, and I've said it again. Flows. I want to dress like Dorothy. It's amazing. But I can't. Yes, you, you can. I can't. I know I could, but I can't. It's like a, do I want to die alone? Well, with that attitude. But we should post a photo of that <laughs> outfit. We should post a photo of that outfit on, on outonthelanai.com. Can we Photoshop my face on it, though? Uh, yeah, sure, if you want to do that. Okay. <laughs> um, so uh, so Rose confronts Dorothy. So, so Dorothy's coming in late after a date with... Glenn. Mm-hmm. She now says they were at a motel. So they've gone from a hotel to a motel. Mm-hmm. So a What's the difference? Well, motels you can rent by the hour. Yeah, okay. Oh, a any? motor hotel. Yeah, is motor like, hotel? you know, it's like on the side of the highway. Motels oh. are a little well, bit You can't rent by the hour. I've been to a motel 6. They make you stay the night. <laughs> <laughs> is that their logo? Their slogan? Yeah, yeah, you have to stay the night. Motel 6. You we make you stay the night. <laughs> <laughs> no, we can't rent by the hour. Whatever. Um, uh, so anyway, so, so Rose is basically yelling at Dorothy and she was like, you went to a motel and she's like, it wasn't Sodom and Gomorrah, Rose, which, (laughs) you know, raised Catholic. I know how shitty that place was. Mm -hmm. Um, so then, then everybody's in the kitchen. Everybody comes out and they're all sitting around. Dorothy's sitting at the kitchen table. She puts a piece of chocolate cake in front of herself with no fork. Nope. She's She's nibbling. But... uh, she was like, not nibbling. Well, she doesn't like, eat. Dorothy yeah. never eats on the show. I know, but it was like the worst. At least give her a fork, give her something, give her a cup of tea. But they put a. She grabs a piece of chocolate cake, puts it in front of her, picks no, a little piece, puts it in her mouth, and then that's it. And she leaves it. Cute. She leaves it. Of course she does, because she leaves angry. But I'm totally team Dorothy right now. She, uh, she, she. There's something really cute. I've done it too, like in situations of just like ripping and eating and ripping. I mean, it's how many times have you had a piece of piece of cake in front of you? I've done a little thing with the frosting. You put. You know, and you no. take a little thing. Like, if it's a mess, you just, okay, this is crazy. Yes, I've done uh, nope. I mean, not with cake. Not no, with okay. cake. But as Matt pointed out, at least uh, Blanche ate some of her green olives. She was holding the olive for so long, and yeah. she finally ate it, and I she felt so had to warm it up. It. it probably came out of the fridge. Yeah. You're right. I was like, is she just, like, <laughs> sucking, like, the pimento out of it? Oh, um, like but no, she olive. did. She started to nibble on it. They're very, very good. Um... <laughs> So, uh, so yeah, so they're, you know, they're all talking about whether or not Dorothy should keep seeing Glenn. Blanche tells, Blanche reveals she's ever, never actually been with a married man before, which everybody finds Shocking. very yeah. surprising. Yeah. And they think that she's doing it for ethical reasons, but Blanche is like, oh no, it's just because the, the husband always feels so guilty for the wife. She's the one he buys all the gifts for. Mm. So, which also makes sense, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um... Do you want to talk about Sophia's blue bathrobe that you love so much? Yeah, she came out in this terry cloth blue bath. There's really not much to say about it, and it was just gorgeous. And mm-hmm. I want it as I want all of the clothes to be mine on this episode, on this show. Uh, Look really comfy, but like I said, I'd almost Matt rather Terry see. Matt Terry wanted it as a rug. I'd, I'd want it as like a bathroom rug. Yeah, I mean, you can use it as both, really. Wouldn't yeah. it be great if you could like get, get a, a terry cloth? like cut out in the shape of your bathroom floor so that then like you could just fall out of the shower onto the floor and then just roll around and dry <laughs> off and then like 
you could just like roll it up and watch that sounds TV magical too, yeah. Yeah. yeah i don't think we're too far off from having something like that i mean you would have to like get the exact measurements like it has to be customized because it has to go around the toilet yep. and it has to go yeah, around sure. just think mm-hmm. in the meantime though like i'm just really happy that some hotels have heated tiles on mm. the floor yes that's a really nice thing to have i i was at that google a luxury. A couple of, like last month i went up to the google headquarters and we get it you they... have a fancy <laughs> life h no, no, no. and they have in the public restroom like in just sort of like the main entry area these bidets that like it's like this weird toilet that you can sit on and there's all these buttons on the side mm-hmm. and you can like choose like front cleaning back cleaning like all these things and I chose them all and it was just like Whoa! it was like did sex. it play music it did not but it no. did heat up it was warm water yeah. right yeah. up my butt I went to the Bing headquarters and they just had a porta potty all right yeah. guys we get it <laughs> <laughs> The most exciting place that I've ever been to is Home Depot. I got some really nice terracotta pots for my plants. I have a lot of plants. We, we're learning a lot of sad things about you mm-hmm. this episode. Oh, no. I take it back. I worked at YouTube Space. Oh, there we go. Yes. There we go. I qualified. Their bathrooms? Uh, yeah. uh, their bathrooms were fine. They okay. were unisex, which yeah. I was like. The service there is not great, though. Cell phone service. I, last time I was there, I was like, wow. Oh, so you've been to YouTube? I can't have, I have. YouTube Space for myself. <laughs> Sorry. You get Google. <laughs> Sorry. Jesus Christ. All right. Uh, where are we? Where okay. Are. So now we're out in the lanai. Uh, Sophia is listening to Purple Rain. Which on, is with headphones. She does a Walkman. She she uses a Walkman on multiple episodes. She does. She's not singing Purple Rain the way Purple Rain no. goes. Can we all agree on that? Purple Rain. Purple Rain. And then she's sort of strumming a guitar, but it's almost like she's actually playing a violin in a very violent way. Yes. To me, that's mm. what, uh, yeah, in, in her face. The one thing she did get, though, about like musicians and rock stars and guitar players, she did that scrunchy, I'm constipated face. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she did. Uh, you know, which Dana Carvey pointed out in a really great comedy special once in the 90s. <laughs> <clears throat> um, Blanche in the scene is wearing... It's it's like a Technicolor something. It's a nightgown, but then she goes out in it. So mm-hmm. is it a nightgown or? Is I don't it a think dress? it's a nightgown. I think it's just sort of like a Sunday muumu. Yeah. It's like it's like splashed with lots of colors. Because it they, you know, it seems like it was like a house dress that that mm-hmm. then because what happens later they had to rush to like take care of things and she just yeah. went out in it because mm-hmm. she's blanched and she's gonna look great in everything. Yeah, sure, of course. Um, so she admits to Rose this this B story resolves itself very quickly. Yes. Um, Blanche admits to Rose that she, you know, it's been weighing on her conscience. Um, she only wanted to sell it to her because if she traded it in, she wouldn't have been able to get enough money to buy the car that she wants. Mm-hmm. And Rose is like, oh, okay, well, that's fine because it was stolen. And then Blanche gets super upset until Sophia's like, but wait, don't you have insurance? You can get the blue book value. And then Blanche, of course, is very happy. And she's like, oh, you're forgiven. (laughs) That's not Blanche's voice. Um, And then Rose is like, but wait, you were going to try to sell me a bad car. And she's like, oh, Rose, you just analyze everything. And I'm just like, you're a horrible friend, Blanche. Um, But that resolves itself very quickly. Um, Dorothy comes out wearing her... Amazing purple silk yeah. outfit. It's like Two a different giant of purple. wizard robe yeah. thing with big sleeves, the light purple sash, long pearl necklace. Yeah. Long pearl necklace. Great nice. episode for Dorothy outfits. Um, Sophia basically tells her break up with Glenn. Um, but then she does this thing that's kind of mean uh, as Dorothy's, Sophia's like break up with him. And Dorothy, as she's leaving the lanai to go back in the house, cranks up the volume. Yes. On the Watchmen. She's angry at her it's, mother. It's, I, I don't, you know, I don't like that because Sophia's old. Yeah. That could really permanently 
alter her hearing. Mm-hmm. It's just rude. I and I, I get physically uncomfortable when I whenever I see like animals abused or mm-hmm. the elderly being abused by younger people yeah. in uh, in movies in and that TV. Order. Yeah, in yeah. that order. Well, they're yeah. I mean they're kind of neck and neck for me. I have no opinion on this. I thought it was funny. I don't know. I thought it was kind of mean. And it's so ironic that later Dorothy is the one that needs the hearing aid. <laughs> yeah, future episode, three years um, So now we're back at the hotel. Dorothy and Glenn have just been intimate. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. They've just been intimate. Uh, and Dorothy, I, I said I didn't know what, she tells Glenn it's well, not working we start, out. She, so the scene opens with Dorothy lying on a bed in a very sort of like, She's 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 contemplating things, but it's also kind of sexy. And I just I did I miss that? Was I looking away? Remember when I we were watching? I was like, oh Dorothy, and she's like just on the bed, and I wanted this in my background picture. And it's oh just yeah, she's, no, I was not listening because they just had <laughs> sexual relations. Yes. Dorothy's dressed and ready to go while the you know while he's in there showering and stuff, mm-hmm. and then he comes out. And, then she drops the bomb. She drops the bomb, but I mean, I guess it was I don't know maybe. Maybe she, well, I guess she had been up, Sophia told her she could hear her pacing at night. Maybe yes. that's why. So, Which makes no sense to me because it's a one-story house. How can you hear someone pacing? She's a big girl. Maybe, yeah, you know, maybe she's, she's got heavy pacing. footsteps. Yeah, she's got them, them heavy steps. Yeah, or maybe while Dorothy paces, she speaks, and, and Sophia, with mm-hmm. her amazing hearing that her daughter's now ruined, hears her voice coming in and out as she's speaking to herself. I don't know. She heard her pacing. But, but anyway... Uh, Dorothy tells Glenn it's not working out. Like, you can't leave your wife. I'm not cut up to be the other woman. Which I kind of wish Dorothy had come to that conclusion earlier since she had been with a man who was cheating on her. Since she well, had been married to Stan. This. We needed this. Like, you know, see this sort of view into sort of Dorothy is not the perfect woman. As, yeah. As sort of like a vulnerable... Because we all have those moments where... Yeah. I mean, we've all been with someone who... I have, who's been with someone else, like, mm-hmm. it's like a thing that, that it just happens, whereas when you reach your 50s and 60s, like, that someone else sometimes is married. Yeah. You know? And well, Glenn says something that, because... Is really telling about men in the 80s. It was a very, mm-hmm. his, his response to Dorothy saying she can't do this is typical of sort of the storyline you see in a lot of sort of, like, feminist portrayals of men in the 80s and sort of they're scared, like, who am I now? after, you know, feminism in the 70s and sort of the rise of women in the workplace, etc., that uh, he was like, I, if this doesn't work out between us I, and I leave my wife now for you, I'm going to be left alone. Yeah, like if it doesn't work out, I won't have anybody. Yeah. whereas he's living this, you know, 1950s-style life of needing a woman mm-hmm. in order to mm-hmm. be taken care of, and, and Dorothy can't do that. Nope. Yeah. So, so she tells him, she's like, well, the risk shouldn't scare you at any age. If I stay, I'm throwing away my future, which it's so nice that she's also not going, she's not going to compromise, Yeah, you know, which is such a great thing. And I think says a lot about how strong she is. Exactly. Um, but so, she needed to be down in order to go back up. The Phoenix yes. rising from the ashes. Yes. Uh, yes. yes. It would have been great if she was wearing something that looked like almost like a, like a flame opera. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't know. It would have been, it would have been fun. Um, so uh, so now we're back at home. Sophia's drying mm-hmm. dishes. Dorothy comes in. Dorothy tells Sophia she's broken up with Glenn. They make up. Sophia's yeah. like, you know, I was never angry with you. I just don't want to see you hurt, which is, you know, such a thing with, mm-hmm. with parents, you know. They just never want to see their children hurt. 
Um, so then Rose and Blanche come in. Blanche ended up buying her new car with yeah. the insurance money. We never, I guess, hear... I guess there's no police investigation into the stolen thing. No, we don't need just, to... No, just and it happened in, yeah. like, a day? She got the insurance money in, like, a day? Mm-hmm. Well, she probably just bought the car in advance and we'll get the insurance yeah, money Yeah, we didn't later. get the check. Yeah. But, I mean, do you think... But did she pay with, like, credit? Because she was like, I don't yeah. have the money. You yeah. think so? I would assume that. Do you think... Do you think it was worth it with, like... Do you think interest rates were really well, high back then? I mean, she doesn't have a car. That's true. She does need a car to yeah. drive to the museum sometimes. Well, no, <laughs> to drive to where they're going to go at the end of the episode, which is the best ending line of any show ever. It really is. Um, they're they're going to go cruising around, uh, and Blanche says, I know a place where guys wrestle, wrestle naked in the mud. Which what? is amazing. I mean, it left us which, all speechless. We were yeah, like, what, pla- what place is that? Where guys wrestle naked in the mud. Well, I mean, I knew this gay bar in, in <laughs> New York that, that it was like, it wasn't naked, but they were wearing this like, they were just wearing like cock socks, basically. Mm-hmm. And they, could, they would wrestle in like oil and stuff. See, I'm thinking like old, like Greek or Roman like reenactments of, you know, yeah. uh, you yeah. know, like... Like the Coliseum, and there they was a like video on BuzzFeed built one, and they wrestle like in it. I don't know. Yeah. That's but but I know a place where guys wrestle naked Romania. in the mud Romania and end up show. Yeah, um, it's a really good, really good uh, last line. Yeah, walkout line of an episode. Yeah. So at the end of um, our conversation, always we end on a golden takeaway, something that you took away from the episode that can help you in your life or help others in their lives. For um, me, for for all, we'll, 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 I'll give you examples. Yes. yes. So my golden <laughs> takeaway is, you only live once, and sometimes living includes mistakes. That's what Dorothy did in this episode. She needed to make a mistake in order to live better. <laughs> Your face right now. <laughs> it's true. It's true. That's you are life. just so I. So you know, with yourself. I make mistakes, but those mistakes are just mere lessons mm-hmm. towards mm-hmm. the greater person I will become as I age. Um, it's happening. So. I. I think that, um, I think if you're gonna, if you're gonna lounge in a, you know, a reclining chair at night outside looking at the stars, there really is not a better artist to listen to than Prince. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I would say Joni Mitchell. <laughs> <laughs> I would. Um, and also, you know what, or, or maybe, maybe like I would watch Purple Rain. Um, oh. That's also. I think Prince, Prince is so hot in that movie. I've never yes. seen Purple Rain. Oh, what? Yeah, really? You never should see it. Wow. I saw wow. it at the um, the Hollywood Forever Cemetery, oh. where I found I broke away from my group walking t- out on the lawn to find Estelle Getty's grave. Oh, wow. Yeah, oh. I was like, "Be right back, you guys!" I didn't think I was going to find it. I was like, "I know she's buried here. I need to find her." And they were like, "Okay, well, we're just going to keep walking." And I was like, "If I if I see it, I'll I'll leave the path." And I was like walking, and all of a sudden I looked off in the distance, and it was almost like there was just like a ray of sunshine coming mm-hmm. down, and it said Getty, and I was like, oh, "That's it!" And I yeah. ran over, and people had like left little that's trinkets sweet. and stuff. So, and then I watched Purple Rain. I've never done an outdoor Hollywood cemetery. I want to do it though. It, like, it's just it 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 feels like it involves leaving the apartment and like being around people. You got to pick a good movie for <laughs> like in a mass setting that I'm just like. A lot of people were dressed wow. up too, which was really mm-hmm. nice. Yeah, and that would bother me. It was like me too. it was a whole event. It was yeah. really fun. They had a photo booth where they had like a heart shaped bed with roses and like silk and satin and That's velvet, cute. and mm. it was fun. It was it was a thing. Let's go crazy. Yeah. yeah. What was your golden takeaway, Matt? Um, 
I, I really love the way Dorothy said goodbye to Glenn when she mm. put her hand on his mouth. Yeah. <laughs> and I think for me, my golden takeaway will be when people have upset me and they need, I need to take my, my leave of them, I'm just going to put, put my hand on their mouth <laughs> and yeah. just, just, yeah. walk, just walk away. Wow, that's so, mm-hmm. that's intimate. Don't yeah. ever do that to me. Though. It's I, like, yeah. I, I'm going to leave you with the last yes. germy yeah. thing that I touch. Yeah, right? And it's, it's really so you get the last word in. Because yes. the, the person you just were talking to is like, oh, Because in a way it's like you're saying... Smell my fingers. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, awesome. Thank you so much for doing this. Of course. The Thank you for having me. So, where can people find you? Uh, on Twitter, I guess. Is no, like, give it, like, what's your home address? No. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. So, uh, 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue, <laughs> Washington, D.C. Um, I think I've seen a little I live in that there. big White House. Oh, that's so. That's good real estate. It's got yeah. a really what's, good your, what's your Twitter handle? Uh, Dr. Matt D'Ambrosio is my Great. Twitter handle. If you people want to. Listen to me talk about cats and uh, you know other beautiful cat. other things. Yes, beautiful. Cat. That's a hot topic. It's a very hot topic. Yeah, like my favorite store. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I used to buy Manic Panic and dye my hair like purple and green and red and. Oh god. I used to buy earrings from there. I used to buy t-shirts from there. Oh wow! Yeah. yeah. Wow. So we would have Pop been friends. friends. Years we would have been friends. Yeah. In, in, I mean, not like we're not friends high. now, but yeah. This is great, guys. I feel like we've gotten to know each other better during this episode. We really have. Um, And thanks so much for listening, you guys. Of course. Where can people find you? You can find me at H. Allen Scott on everything. And I am Squidzy on Instagram. Squiddy Squid on Twitter. Uh And then CarrieDoherty.com is my website. I've never plugged my website. I'm going to plug my website. Plug that website. Plug it. It's got pictures and videos and and a a bio. And like like a... like a reel. Yeah, it's got a reel. Yeah. It's got a reel so much stuff. Yeah. Say- <laughs> That's a Hollywood <laughs> joke for all your listeners out there. In the entertainment That's business. That's funny. Yes. I, um, I, 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 I want to get rid of my website. No, it doesn't, like, who gives, like, it's, it's, who goes to websites anymore? Honestly, wow. I mean, I'm not. I'm not down wow. yours. Wow. Like, I guess I'm gonna delete Terry. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. No. Sorry, Squarespace. Well, this was great. Thanks so much for listening, you guys. And of course, if you want more Golden Girls stuff, you can always go to outonthelanai.com. And you can go to our Facebook page where we post a lot of fun videos and photos and fun facts about the Golden Girls. Yeah, uh, Facebook.com/slash/GoldenGirlsPodcast. Yeah. And thanks so much for listening. Bye. 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 Bye.